Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined once again with Dr. Noel Nelson. Hi, Noel. Hi, Steve. Um, we are going to start uh, this podcast off, which is um, on how to keep from driving your spouse crazy, which is, uh, you know, I think, unfortunately, probably more common <laughs> than we'd like it to be. Um, but you have a lot of really great tips, so um, I want to just kind of dive right into this one. Uh, first off, uh, poor, poor commu communication with your spouse seems to be one of those ongoing frustrations in, in a marriage. Uh, why is that? Well, let's start off by saying, Steve, that unfortunately, we tend to want our spouse to be mind readers. Yeah. And so it, it's what I call mind reading madness, you know. We get all tweaked uh, because our, our beloved isn't just automatically knowing what it is that, that we want. So that's the aspect, if you will, of, of poor communication that um, I thought might be fun to look at today. And, and the way it goes, Steve, is kind of like this. You know, you've been with your, your, your mate for a while, and you kind of expect them to remember, you know, what it is that you like or just to know what it is that you like. And what we forget is that women especially are relationship tenders, you know, with the nurturers. And study after study after study has shown that we're really geared to looking for emotional cues from other people, that we're geared to remembering, for example, what your child needs. Because just imagine what child rearing would be like if, sure. if we couldn't remember <laughs> exactly, you know, what, what your, your kid needs. And then we expect our men to do the same. And guys aren't quite the same. We can get to guys later. So if I can stay on the, on the women end of it, sure. you know, so... We, we forget that men's primary purpose, if you will, what they're kind of geared for is to protect and provide. Mm -hmm. And so we expect them to do that same sort of, oh, I remember what you want, and I remember when you want it, and I remember how you want it, and they, they just don't. And so, of course, we get terribly frustrated as women, and our guys get frustrated because they're standing up, <laughs> their, their hands out going, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> What well, I do, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and they don't get it, and of course they don't get it because we're not. By now, we're going. Ah, you know, we're doing that famous sigh thing. <laughs> so, so how do men communicate differently than women? Well, there's been some absolutely fascinating studies about how we are hardwired differently, and I, I don't mean just what's going on, you know, below the belt line, uh -huh. but we're actually wired quite differently in our brains, so that. Women are multitaskers for the most part, as you know, mm -hmm. and we tend to talk and talk and talk about what it is that we want. There's a very funny video that's making the rounds on the internet right now, and it's 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 somebody's it's real, it's not you know produced or anything. Yeah. And it's a guy in the back seat, a dad with his baby girl, and his baby girl is looking at him, and she's going blah 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 blah, blah, blah. and she's making all those baby sounds nonstop. Mm -hmm. And the caption on the video is, are we born this way? <laughs> and it's utterly hysterical. But it's so, you know, everybody gets it because women, we are just really facile, really easy talkers. 
for the most part. So we talk and talk and talk and talk. Well, that's part of how we're wired. Now, guys don't tend to talk until they want or need something. Mm-hmm. It's like more direction giving, yeah. which, of course, women resent the heck out of, <laughs> or advice giving. So they tend to reserve their talk, and that makes for a very different style of communication. Now, in addition to that, there's the fact that women are famous for sitting the guy down, face-to-face, staring him in the eyeball and going, honey, we have to talk. We're upon you poor men. (laughs) You go into freak-out mode because generally we need to talk is followed by you did something wrong. Sure, of course. (laughs) Yeah, so the, the, the easiest way to talk to your guy if you've got something going on is to take a walk with him. Take a walk. Now you're side by side, or take a drive together. You're side by side. You're not staring in his eyeballs. And instead of starting out with, we need to talk, is start out with something really easy, like, you know, I'm confused about blah blah or I've been giving some thought to blah blah whatever. Something very generic. Mm-hmm. And then leave lots of time. You know, guys like to mull stuff over. Now, if you're a guy, the opposite is true. You want to say something to your gal, <laughs> sit her down, yeah. look at her in the eyeball, and say, honey, we need to talk. So, so with, uh, with, with women trying to uh, get their guy to listen there, um, should they let the man drive the car so that they feel like they're in control of something? I mean, does that help? That is a great point. Absolutely, yes. And not only does it help, but it, it is appropriately distracting. You know what they call runner's high? Yeah. You know how if you're jogging, after a while you kind of get into this zone and your legs do it all by yourself, by themselves? Mm-hmm. Well, driving's a lot like that, especially for, for guys who like to drive, and I'd say that's, you know, 90% of the male population. So when they're driving, it's kind of like that, that running thing for joggers. It, it, they're just kind of driving, and it's kind of unautomatic, but it's soothing. Yeah. And so then talking is kind of easier. Gotcha. And, you know, walking is similar. Your legs will do it pretty much for most of us by themselves. Yeah, yeah. And there's a little bit of distraction around, which is good. You know, you've got either a trail or a road or a sidewalk you pay a little bit of attention to, but it doesn't take a lot of attention. <laughs> that would you probably know? freak out my wife because she does almost all the driving for us. <laughs> so I think That I fall, would, wouldn't it? I, I think I fall into that 10% that you were mentioning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but she would still be in probably good shape if. Because do you play backseat driver? Or do you let her drive? Um, I I'm pretty good at just letting her drive. Yeah. Then she that would actually be a, a, an okay place for your wife because obviously you don't have a problem with her driving. No, I prefer it. I feel like I'm getting chauffeured all the time. <laughs> Wonderful. Then you'd probably be fairly relaxed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, definitely. Yeah, and she won't be eyeball to eyeball with you. So I think that's a great suggestion because it really doesn't matter who's doing the driving as long as the guy's comfortable and doesn't feel threatened, you know? Yeah. It, no. Like I wouldn't do it when he's driving through a snowstorm. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I, you know, and uh, you hear this a lot that um, men are expected to be mind readers a lot of times, or at least they think they're expected to be mind readers. Uh, what oh, they are. <laughs> okay. Oh, let's not be deluded. We really would. We would love it. Prefer, that is the yeah. ultimate fantasy. Okay. Uh, well, then, what is the best way to find out as a man what a woman wants or what your wife wants? Is two things. First of all, you got to turn into a better observer. I'm sorry. This is where the rubber hits the road. You want to pay a little more attention to the things that she has already asked for. 
And the things that she tends to talk about as, as liking, you know, oh, I just love it, you know, when we go to an Italian restaurant and you're always going Chinese. Or, you know, mm, it feels so good, honey, when you rub my feet and you don't think about it ever. Yeah. Right? And if you need to, and this may sound like cheating, but all is fair in, in having a good marriage, is you can have a little running note page in your day timer or on your computer where you have things honey likes mm-hmm. that, you, that you add to and that you occasionally glance at. And, oh, that's right. She'd like her feet rubbed. Well, considering the fact that we've been, you know, kind of on the outs and, and maybe this would be a good way to make peace, I can do that. And she'll be all happy because she thinks you read her mind. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I actually do that with my phone. I'll take little notes every once in a while where she mentions something that she really likes. Um, and I'll, you know, I haven't never told her this, so hopefully she doesn't listen to this and find my secret. But every once in a while, I'll take a little note about something in my phone because yeah. it's really well, accessible that-, that way. That's, that's very respectful of yourself as well as of her, because think about it. Why should you turn yourself into someone you're not? Yeah. Okay? You're, you're just, you know, if you're not hardwired to remember every single little tiny nurturing thing, there's no reason to become, you know, mommy nanny here or daddy nanny. On the contrary, what you're doing is smart. It's like we keep appointments. Yeah. And people aren't insulted if, you, if you've got your appointment scheduled in some sort of, you know, calendar. Same thing. Your wife hopefully would be actually flattered to know that you cared enough, because that's what matters to us, sure. that you cared enough to make a note of something. Now, does this work both ways? Well, yes and no. Okay. In a lot of arenas, you know, men will just ask for what they want. Where's dinner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going? Are you ready yet? But when it comes to vulnerable areas like sex, and stuff like that, areas that they feel maybe a little mm, tentative about or insecure about or whatever, you darn right they would prefer that their woman remembers that they like X or Y. Sure. And, you know, generally speaking, we tend to do that. But I think that as the years go by, we unfortunately start to just kind of operate on automatic. And so I would say to my, my fellow women is, yeah, you know, it'd be a good idea to remember what did he really like when you were courting, and let's revive a little of that, because he probably isn't asking or certainly not complaining, because men will leave before they complain. Hmm. Um, so you want to kind of keep an eye on, oh, yeah, you know, I haven't done that in a long time, or, you know, I remember he used to like my, my pasta Alfredo or whatever. Yeah. Is, is to Yeah, absolutely. But in the, in the sort of, you know, they're much better about saying. Okay. <laughs> okay. And um, going both ways again, um, what happens when you ask your husband or wife again and again about something and they ignore your request um, and they'll, they say they'll do it, but they never get to it? Mm-hmm. Uh, then what do you do? Then you recognize that it's something that they either can't do or don't feel is important or have some resistance to. So then there's the time to sit down and talk. And instead of doing what is so, you know, just the common human response, which is why can't you do what I've asked you to do? I don't care if it's coming from a, ga- a gal or a guy. Sure. Instead of doing that, what, what you need to do is sit down and say, honey, I'm confused. This is so not like you. You're just the, you're, you're so responsive or you're so whatever, whatever. And, you know, yet I've noticed that, it, that the trash just never gets taken out or, you know, the budget never gets balanced or, 
whatever. You say you're going to do X and you never do it. I, I need help. What, what can we do? And then you turn it, it into a we. What can we do okay. to, to work on this, to fix this? Because maybe it's that you're going to be a better trash taker-outer than he is or she is. Maybe it's going to be that, you know what, he's terrified of balancing the checkbook wrong. Yeah. You know? So rather than attacking as in, you know, you're a doofus and you don't know your left foot from your right, is, is to come in with, I'm confused. You're a great guy or gal, and, and let's take a look at this and just solve it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Noelle, that is, uh, that's going to do it for us. Um, great. Thank you very much. And I think... I think, you know, this is, again, like I said at the very top of this podcast, this is one of those topics that I think a lot of people, I feel like I say this every week, that they can relate to. Uh, but, but it really is because we all have those little issues uh, where we try to get things done or, we, you know, and uh, we have trouble communicating um, consistently. So um, I think there's a lot of great stuff in here. So thank you very much. Thank you, Steve. Um, for everybody else out there, um, Dr. Noelle Nelson is a psychologist, consultant, speaker, and author. Her new book is Your Man is Wonderful, How to Appreciate Your Partner, Romance Your Differences, and Love the One You've Got. Uh, you can and can I pipe up with the contest really quick? Yes, definitely do that. We have a great contest going in connection with the book. You don't have to buy the book or anything to do the contest, but it's called Toad to Print. T-O-A-D-T-O-P-R-I-N-C-E. And we've been getting some wonderful responses, people having a lot of fun doing it. And there's a nice $1,000 travel voucher attached to the contest. So I encourage you to, uh, you know, click away, have a look, and, and enjoy. And that, I mean, that's a really great gift. And uh, the contest, I should mention, uh, runs until July 31st. So yep. uh, don't waste time. And who couldn't use a vacation in these times, right? And uh, lastly, uh, you can get more information also uh, uh, from her website, yourmanaswonderful.com. And of course, hitchedmag.com, where Noel has lots of articles. And of course, uh, we have these podcasts, and if you've missed some old ones. So uh, please don't hesitate to visit these sites. And thank you once again, Noel. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Okay, bye, everybody. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.